Hello and welcome to Life Save Her, the podcast. This is a podcast for all of my women, men you can listen to, but for all of my women to come get a weekly dose of some self-care, some self-help, and tips to live the life that you desire. I'm your host, Brittany A. Johnson. I want to set this disclaimer. While I am a licensed mental health counselor and I am going to be talking about mental health and life-related topics, this is not a substitute for therapy. This is an addition, this is a bonus, this is that kind of added support so that you have what you need in and outside of session. If you need a therapist, I encourage you to reach out to different therapists in your area, or you may also email me to get a list of therapists that I may recommend. Stay tuned for today's episode. Welcome to today's episode. Today I want to talk about change and talk about growth and talk about all things related to that. Or not all things, but things related to that. So when I was a kid, I remember, especially as a teenager, I remember constantly changing things. Whether it was my hair, whether it was the people I was spending time with, my clothing, my my style. Like just remember constantly wanting to change things. Just constantly wanting something to be different, something to be better. And the other day I was looking and realizing that I have not changed things in my life in a drastic way in a very long time. That also kind of made me think about that, too, because I was doing an assessment recently. And on the assessment, one of the weaknesses or one of the things that came up was this idea of slow to change. And I chuckled at it and actually ended up honestly being upset about it because I was like me slow to change like I'm constantly talking about reaching a goal I'm constantly talking about attaining new information or attaining something new or doing something different so how could I a person who's always talking about that always trying to live that at the same time also be slow to change and as I was thinking about it and even kind of talking to my husband about it I came to the conclusion, I guess conclusion is the word I want to use right there, but I came to accept, acknowledge, and again, laugh at the fact that I am also a researcher. I will research something until I can't research it anymore. I will research a topic or something I'm interested in for weeks, for months, heck, even years. Like, just think about if you remember the very first episode when I started this podcast about how long it took me before I finally recorded my first episode. I've done the same thing when it comes to my business. So I was like, how can I, again, a person who's constantly talking about change, constantly challenging people to change the way they're thinking, change the way they're viewing their feelings and their thoughts, their behaviors, change things around them. How can I also be slow to change? And so through some more exploration and even like talking to other people, because I'm always curious to know what other people think about these things, too. Not that I'm going to let their opinions change how I feel or change how I view myself, but just I'm curious to just know what other people think to see, like, am I kind of thinking the same way? Am I thinking differently? Just things like that. And so as I said and thought about it, I realized, like, I am not a risk taker when it comes to my job or my career or my family. Now I'll take some risks when it comes to things for fun. And again, these are like safe risks, right? Like going parasailing or riding on banana boats in the middle of the ocean. I'll do things like that. But when it comes to making decisions about my business, I really am slow to change. 
And that also came up with, if you notice, the name of this podcast has changed. So I did a brief little interlude just to let everybody know that the podcast name was changing. And I somehow thought that the older episodes would keep the get out of your own way with Brittany. Um, and then going forward, the episodes would be this new name. But the way technology works is not the way I thought it would. And so it has changed kind of the names of all of them. So if you are a new listener or a, a favorite listener or, or a listener who's been here for a while, the content is the same, but those old episodes do talk about get out of your own way in the title, but the copy art or the cover art doesn't match that. So that's just something that's there and we'll talk about that. But when it comes to reasons that I started saying life save her as opposed to get out of your own way, there's numerous reasons. The biggest reason is as I was thinking about just where I wanted my career to go, what I wanted to do with my skills and my knowledge, I started really thinking about things on a larger level and thinking about ways that I could meet my personal mission, which is to, you know, reach as many people as I can to provide information on mental health, because I want to continue to to break the stigmas related to it. I want to make sure people have good information. And I just want people to live the lives that they desire. Like that is something I truly stand by regardless to where I am, what I'm doing. And so as I started thinking about more of what I do, while I still do help people get out of their own way, while I still do help people target sabotage, I also have helped people create their own systems to help themselves or save themselves, which is in the title. And I know that that can sound a bit dramatic and it's not about being dramatic or anything like that. It's just about the fact that the women I meet, some men, you all too, but the women I meet overwhelmingly want to do things for themselves. They want the information, they want the skills, but they want to be able to do it on their own time. They want to be able to say that they were able to get help when they need it, but ultimately do the things that they needed to do and wanted to do for themselves. So hence, Life Save Her was born. The other reason that that kind of happened was years ago when I started my practice, I was extremely cheap. I am not afraid to admit it, that I was the person who would sign up for every free course, every free PDF, every free ebook, every anything free I was signing up for even though that's not the way you should run business there's nothing wrong with free I give out freebies all the time I know people do it all the time but I literally would look for anything that was going to be the cheapest route to get something done because I just wasn't thinking about business in that way I don't have a business brain well I kind of do now I'm a therapist my brain has been related to therapy for as long as I can remember that's just who I am and what I do right so years ago I sought out some free legal advice and I didn't pay attention to the disclaimers at the time but I was given some information regarding you know legally having get out of your own way as you know a trademark or you know register to my name and so with this free legal advice I was told that it wasn't possible because it's such a widely used phrase so I took that information and moseyed on and built my entire brand on get out of your own way wrote the book on it the podcast was called that all of my taglines and anytime I was talking to somebody it was all about get out of your own way well a few months ago I received an email from someone just asking me some general questions about how I use it, what I use it for. And something about that email just didn't sit right with me. So I actually Googled the person's name and was able to find out that they, in fact, had legally trademarked it. 
And so, or someone had legally trademarked it. Let me say this because it wasn't the same name on the email. And so what I learned later was that that legal, free legal advice was not accurate. There was a disclaimer that says that they are not responsible for misinformation. So no, I can't go sue them or do anything with that. I've already looked into it. But I did find out that I was this person was reaching out because they were doing research to see about if they could approve this other person's trademark. Because now I'm not versed in trademark, so don't even try to quote me on this. Don't be like me. Don't take this free stuff because I don't know. Contact an actual trademark attorney, not me. Right. So what I did find out was that there's a process during the trade or piece during the trademark process where, you know, they have to make sure that no one else is using it. Um, and that if someone is like if they can prove who's been using it first, that's the person who kind of gets, you know, the trademark or doesn't get the trademark, so to speak. But anywho, fast forward, I found out that someone was trademarking it. And so I, you know, immediately was kind of upset, like upset at myself, upset at the legal advice. But I had to get over the legal advice piece fast because, again, there was a disclaimer and I was the one who chose to do something free. They didn't tell me I had to do it. And in fact, people who I had been talking to at the time told me to make sure I did contact actual legal services. But me thinking I could do it the way I wanted to, I didn't. So it sent me into kind of another space of trying to really think about and almost fast forward through making a name change or making a brand change. And so that slow to change came up because I was slow to change on that. I found this out months ago that get out of your own way was being trademarked and that someone had already built their brand on it and had been using it for years prior to me even opening a practice or anything. This person had been using that phrase. So or and using it. And let me say this using in the same categories that I will be using it in because you can apparently you can have things different if you're in a different category. Again, don't listen to me. Contact an actual trademark attorney. Get those facts. But this is just what I have learned recently about my situation so as I circle back to this kind of slow to change this was another area changing the name or changing my brand or really evolving to incorporate all of the things that I love was I was slow to do it and I don't know if I was slow to do it because I was scared or if it just needed to grow on me but I sat on this for months before I officially made a change on it so that's how life save her has kind of come to be about But again, it started making me think more into this slow to change piece. And so on this assessment, like I said, it gave all kind of strengths, but the weakness for me in one category was slow to change. And so I was thinking about like all these other personality or style assessments I've ever taken. I normally immediately like, oh my gosh, these, these have me to a T. This is exactly what I do. But I was super duper upset. I guess upsets the word about the fact that it said that I was slow to change. And so I started thinking about it even deeper, started looking at other areas of my life where, you know what, it is true. When it's something that is extremely important to me or something that I have been doing for a long time, because I am a creature of habit as well, I am slow to change it. I will sit on something until I absolutely cannot sit on it anymore, even when I know it's not the right thing to do. And so... What causes us to do that? What causes other people to be slow to change? Or what causes people to be quick to change? If I had to put my finger on it, I definitely would say that the biggest factor is going to be fear. And that's for either side. 
So if you are afraid that you might fail, if you're afraid of what could happen, where it could go wrong, then it could be very easy for you to be slow to change. You could be a person like me who needs to see the data over and over again. You need to run it by your your trusted people. You probably run it by people that aren't even in your circle. You just want to talk about it. You want to flush it out. And sometimes, again, you flush it out way too much and then you end up missing an opportunity or you miss your window to do something. But on the other side, if you're someone who changes very fast, it could be also because of fear. You could be afraid that if you don't change fast enough, that you're going to be left behind, that you're going to be judged harshly. It could also be related to your central nervous system, right? So we know from the previous episode about anxiety, and we know just in general from anxiety or from just things about how our bodies respond, if your body is is nervous or anxious or not able to be calm for whatever reason, it can make you make drastic decisions. It can make you be impulsive. How many of us have seen our children or even adults who, you know, may have ADHD or maybe they don't, but they're impulsive, right? Like they are constantly changing, constantly moving, constantly doing something. That could be also a part of fear, right? So that fear that if I don't do it quick enough, I'm going to miss the opportunity. On the other side, if you're slow to change like I am, it could be because, again, that fear if I do it too soon, it's not going to go well or it's not going to go right or I don't know if I have enough information. That also kind of comes into play if you think about that imposter syndrome. Now, imposter syndrome has been talked about over and over again for the last few years, which is good. It's okay. But when it comes to being to change, imposter syndrome definitely can can start to interfere. It could be that, do I have enough information? Do I have enough skill? Do I have enough knowledge? Am I the right person to do this? Why am I the right person to do this? Am I the wrong person to do this? So that imposter syndrome also can kind of get in the way and show up and keep you from doing the things that you need to do. For other people, it also might be just a part of how they were raised. If you were raised in a home or in an environment where you saw people take their time with things, right? If you grew up in a house where people made, where your family made things from scratch, then you are probably used to things taking a little bit more time, right? You're probably used to having to get ingredient by ingredient out, place those ingredients into the the mix and pan, and make things, you know, that way. That's not a fast process if you grew up in that environment. So growing up in that can also make you slow to change because you respect and honor and know the importance of something taking time. You know the importance of things not just being done on a rush level. On the flip side, you could have grown up in an environment or been in an environment where everything had to be rush, rush, rush. Certain careers make us have to be fast paced like that. Um, Just again, certain environments make us have to make decisions faster or slower. Either way, it all typically seems to be stemmed back from fear. There also is this idea that, you know, am I good enough? Am I good enough to do these things? And so therefore, if you are wondering if you're not good enough and you're trying to hurry and prove that you are, you may throw something out there fast so that then you can turn around and say, well, you know what? It didn't work out because I didn't take my time. How many of us are guilty of, of, of that being our crutch, right? You'll do something really quickly, and if it doesn't work out, you'll quickly say, well, it's because I had to rush. It's because I didn't have enough time. It's because I had to get it out this fast. 
And then on the flip side, if you're slow to change or you're slow to do those things, the same thing can be said. Well, I wasn't sure I was good enough. I wasn't sure this was the right time. Therefore, I didn't put it out and I wanted to wait and see how it how it worked out. Both of those are, are other reasons why people change in the pace that they change in. It doesn't mean either one is good or bad. It's just how it happens, Right. So part of this, you know, changing yourself and helping yourself is also being able to start recognizing what type of person are you when it comes to that? Are you slow to change? Are you fast to change? Do you like either one of those? Is there one that you feel like you need to do a little bit better on or not? So when it comes to that, it it comes also to a point of being able to start accepting where you are right now. So. When I took that assessment and it said slow to change and I immediately was like caught off guard and actually kind of upset because slow to change really didn't fit anything about what I talk about. And then as I again, I thought about it a little bit more and I sat down with it. I was able to accept that slow to change doesn't mean I don't change. Slow to change doesn't mean I don't have other people change in a timely fashion. Slow to change just means just that. There are certain topics, certain situations that I'm going to take my time on. And I know without a doubt that there's nothing wrong with it. If someone has some judgment because of that, that is 100% on them. So that's one of the things that I want you to think about if you are needing to or ready to accept where you are is if someone has an issue with what you're doing, it is on them to change. It is up to them to, to deal to deal with that. That's not on you. The other thing is to remember is you don't have to stay there. So with me realizing that I'm slow to change on certain things, I started really looking at how is it impacting me in a positive way and a negative way. And so from that deep thought, that deep dive, I realized that there are some things that I need to speed my process up on because it is keeping me from some things that I want to do. It is keeping me in a spot where I'm having to constantly feel like I need to up my skills to kind of save myself in a sense. Right. Life is happening. So, again, that's where that kind of life save her comes into play. So that's the other thing is being able to accept and know. So you're accepting that you are where you are right now. You're also knowing that you can make change whenever you're ready to start making change. Now, that might look different depending on where you are, what you're doing and what you're changing. But you can do that. And then kind of the last thing I want you to give thought to is what has happened in your life that has caused you to respond the way that you do? And that might be something that you can do first before you start accepting where you are and deciding if you want to change it. So you can do those tips in whatever order you want to. But it is important to start thinking about how did I get here? What has happened in my life that has caused me to be in this space that I'm in? Good, bad, and indifferent. So those are the things to think about when you want to start thinking about, is it time to change? Am I slow to change? Am I too slow to change? Am I changing too fast? Am I changing too often? Because that also can be detrimental to your life as well. Especially if you are trying to be an entrepreneur or or own businesses, if you are constantly changing what you're doing and changing what's going on, it could make people not trust you. On the flip side, you might find your people who also like to change on a very fast pace as well. Either way, the bottom line is to be where you are in the moment and change when you're ready to, if you want to. Until next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found the episode insightful and helpful to you on your journey. As you all know, 
podcasts are rated by the number of subscribers and the ratings that they receive. So don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this at and also leave a rating and a comment. I welcome all comments. Also, make sure you head over to the different social medias, Instagram at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC, Facebook at Brittany A. Johnson, and even on LinkedIn at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC, and follow so you can stay connected to what's going on. Talk to you soon.